Welcome, friends of the universe. We are Soul Women. We are three 20-something-year-old women working towards growing and learning in our spirituality and life practices daily. We have come together to talk all things adulting, learning more deeply about our own souls as well as others, and to give healthy insight on how to live a life of wellness. We work together to have relatable conversations and hope to help promote a lifestyle of inner peace while also maintaining our unique life perspectives and advice. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful soul people. We are back. It's Mar, Cal, and Andy, and this is episode eight. <laughs> we're so excited to be back. Yes. So happy. And we were inspired this week by a listener's comment, Claire. She asked us how we deal with losing and letting go of friends who are either bringing us down or holding us back, as well as how we knew we needed to take a step away from those relationships. So today we're going to touch on that by talking about reading the warning signs, knowing when it's time to let go, analyzing common behaviors and unhealthy relationships, and the act of manifesting positive and new relationships. Yay. Yes. We love this topic. We were super yes. excited to get your comment, Claire. So yes. thank you. Thank you, Claire. Yeah. Well, I know for me, I've definitely dealt with a lot of random friendship losses over the mm-hmm. years. and. I think there are certain points in your life where you're not going to notice red flags because you have to go through these things in order to notice them, in order Mm -hmm. to learn from them. So I know one of the biggest things I think we've all talked about, but the first thing on my list is um, when people are putting you down. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good indication that it's time to have a conversation with them about why they're doing that or let them know how it's making you feel. And if they continue to do it after you've sort of brought it to their attention, I would say that is a good indication that that person may not be good for you and in your life because we do take very seriously what our friends think of us and what they say about us. So if someone's consistently putting you down, it it just takes away from that ability to really feel comfortable around them, which we hope that in a real true friendship you're going to feel comfortable around somebody yeah I definitely agree with that and I think um that overlaps with a bunch of things on my list too and that goes for people who are always trying to one-up you as well where it's not it's not like they're celebrating your accomplishments and in a friendship you have to celebrate each other and it's kind of like saying if Andy comes to me she's super excited about something and I'm coming to her and I'm super excited about something I need to let her fully express that that she's excited and and that passion that she's feeling before I try to step on that and say, well, I'm excited about this and, like, you need to listen to me and be excited for me. Now it's take the time to really celebrate your friends and your friends should be doing that for you as well. I will say it once. Strong women empower other strong women. Yes. And that is what we should be doing as friends Mm -hmm. in relationships. You have to demand quality in your friendships. Yes. And don't sell yourself short. So if you're if you're asking to be heard and to be celebrated, mm-hmm. that's not too much. Yes. Yeah, so we definitely want to be aware of that for all situations. If anyone is making you feel upset more than they should, and I guess mostly we mean just by their intentions. Like if their intentions are clearly to be putting you down or one-upping yep. you, pay attention to that yep. because... There are times when we've all been in bad moods or we're being snippy Mm -hmm. and we're not being the best friend ever and we might not even realize it because we're dealing with our own personal stuff. But we feel it's pretty obvious which it is. Mm -hmm. If someone's really trying to be rude and make you feel bad versus someone who's just having a bad time on their own, Mm -hmm. which 
I guess in both cases, they're probably having a bad time on their own because anyone who wants to put others down probably isn't super happy with themselves anyways. Um, But another red flag that came about was authentically listening. If someone's not fully hearing you, like Callie mentioned, when you're excited about something, you need to be fully heard. When you're sad about something, you need to be fully heard. And if you're constantly busy on your phone or busy doing something else or you're not fully hearing somebody like they feel that like I can feel that we Mm -hmm. all can feel that I think there's a big difference between being heard and being understood when it comes to active listening with your friends they can hear you but if they're not understanding you and they're not actually giving you the undivided attention and it's really one-sided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, too, um, to piggyback on it, there can't be any competition in friendships because it's kind of like Andy said, if someone is attacking you for something or if they're kind of nitpicking things that you're saying, that's a problem that they have within themselves that they haven't really really come to terms with. Mm-hmm. So competition in friendships versus support. There is a there is difference, there is a boundary that is set, and you are the only one who can hold that boundary. And that's not like you're putting up a wall against anyone, but you have to be vulnerable with the right people. Because some people will take your vulnerability, and they will twist it, and they will use it, and I think that's where there is a lack of a respect for privacy within that. And it's kind of that two-faced yeah. personality where it's like, what can you trust them? Right. And can you go to them when you're both having your ups and downs? Because mm-hmm. everyone will have highs and lows, and it's not always easy to stay in that middle content area. So if you do find yourself being pulled to one side or your friends being pulled to one side, being able to differentiate between what they need and what you need and where Mm -hmm. that overlaps and how you can help each other instead of kind of overstepping that. Mm -hmm. Because then it becomes more of like a coexisting friendship rather than, you know, two people that are basically fighting for somebody else to love them in the right way. Mm -hmm. Just like in a relationship, certain friendships aren't going to be right. And if you are going to be in a friendship, you do want to feel like you're equally respected by the person that you're in that friendship with. And... I think a big reason all of us have moved past a lot of friendships in our lives is for that main reason, is you're not feeling the respect that you're giving. You're trying very hard to make it work. You're trying very hard to be the best version of yourself for the friend, but the friend isn't pulling their own weight, essentially. And so then you end up getting to a point where, hey, okay, I want to fix this. We need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Or there's a point where you might just need to go your separate ways. Yeah. Yeah. And before we touch on how to leave relationships, I just want to point out one big, big warning sign for me. And when I have other friends coming to me asking about other unhealthy relationships they're in, this is something that's really common. Um, They'll use the term energy draining, Mm -hmm. where when you're with that person, it's really draining and you feel really tired after and you feel like you have low energy because you gave them your everything during a talk or just being around them and you find yourself needing to recoup after. I think that's a big warning sign because for me, I look for relationships where our energy is feeding off of each other and I'm taking as much as I'm giving. If your energy is being drained by one person, because they're talking about their problems really one-sided and only understanding their side, 
I think that's a really big warning sign Mm because it's not even a relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. They could talk to anyone and it it would satisfy them, yet you're just, you you leave unsatisfied. Yeah, and that reminds me of one of my favorite podcasts. It's called the Ultimate Health Podcast. I think we have referenced it in previous uh, previous episodes but there was one particular episode where it talks about energy vampires and it really struck a chord with me because it's the people that that they go into a friendship they go into a conversation wanting something Mm -hmm. and they're not willing to give it back and I think I think that stems from them having certain walls up and certain you know things that they're self-conscious about so they don't feel as comfortable opening up but they want the advice they want the support they want your energy because you might be one of the most positive people who who gives great advice is is a great listener as well and and they and they want that Mm -hmm. yeah you start attracting that more yep the more open you are but I think that a big part of that too is just being able to set the boundaries like Callie mentioned earlier you have to have boundaries in your friendships even the best friends have boundaries Mm -hmm. and there are times when you do need to just say like hey I can't do this today or I can't handle this today and as long as you can be honest about that and then be flexible with your friend when they need to do the same thing um, that was on my list too is taking my life decisions personally so if I am going to need a day off or I'm not going to be the best version of myself that day, I can't have a friendship that is going to be upset with me because I need to take a day for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to have someone understand and not take it personally because 99.9% of the time it's not about anyone else but me when I'm having a day like that. So recognizing where you're not going to be the best version of yourself is important in friendships as well. And then having that friend recognize that that's not personal to them when those days do come up. Yeah, and I think that was a big learning curve in my life uh, because I always felt like I had to be, I had to make everyone happy, I had to make all my friends happy, and by the end of the day, I didn't have any energy left for myself. And I think Mara was one of the first people that, she was like, she was like, Callie, like, you never... Like, take time for yourself. Like, it's yeah, okay to saying. say no. In, and she's like, if if you need a day or a night to yourself, and even if we had something planned, like, that's okay. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, my friends can wait, actually respect. friends can be understanding. They want me to be introverted <laughs> sometimes because that's healthy too. Yes. And so I think that if your friends aren't keeping you accountable, it's not just you keeping yourself accountable all the time, which it is that, mm-hmm. but... Having friends who who can see what you need and that you're not giving it to yourself and they're not afraid to say something about it instead of having people... I mean, I've had friends like this too where if I'm taking time for myself, they guilt me about it Mm -hmm. or they make me feel bad about it, which that doesn't make me want to spend more time with them anyways. But I think it's so interesting how people want to make you feel bad so so you do it more. Mm -hmm. Like, so you come back to them in some sort of way because you feel bad about not being there. Mm-hmm. But that's a huge you have red to, flag. You have for to me. learn to be selfish with your time. Yeah. Because it's yours and you get to decide what you want to do with that. Mm-hmm. The guilt trip is a huge red flag for me. Here's the thing though, listening to you say that, Callie, is Mar was able to meet you where you needed to be, which is why you were able to be mm-hmm. friends. But somebody who's gonna guilt trip you or get upset with you they're not meeting you where you need them to meet you, and it doesn't mean they won't ever meet you. It just means right now you're not jiving probably because yeah. you, there are ebbs and flows, and I've had friendships leave and then come back. But in 
most all of the relationships I've had or friendships I've had, we weren't able to meet each other where we were at. Either I didn't want to go where they were, they didn't want to go where I was, and I'm talking more like mentally and emotionally, and that can come a little bit with um, certain friendships are more innocent or like a childlike friendship where we are moving into adult friendships, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about quite a few times now too. And so when you enter into adult relationships, there's different expectations. In fact, you start having no expectations of the person because you realize having an expectation of somebody just isn't realistic because we just, you can't always follow through with everything. Mm -hmm. We're humans. We're not robots. Life is busy. Yeah. Mm I think another thing that, that came up on my list, um, it was actually two points that I made, but they kind of go really nicely together. But one is having somebody who always plays the victim during a situation yeah. or during kind of something like a conversation or an event that happens, vice versa. Um, and that pairs up with always making it about them. And they turn the attention off of you and onto them. So if, say, let's say if, if I had a problem and I was really worried about it, and, and Andy was like, oh, like, I get it, this thing happened to me, and like, oh, pity, like, pity me. It's mm-hmm. like, her, her feelings are still valid, but it, it totally took away from what I was feeling, and, and that was my current problem. So all of a sudden, I feel like my, my feelings are less valid because now I have to care about what Andy's saying. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for me, knowing myself, um, where I'm at in my life really well right now, I know that I'm an empath and I know that I feel things Mm -hmm. deeply. So if somebody else has a problem, I'm going to want to help them with their problem before I address any of mine. And that's still something that I'm working at too. Mm -hmm. But having people around me who respect that and know when I say that I need to take time for myself, they respect that and they don't make it about them. Yeah, just to link up with that, Callie, on my list as well, it's on the other side of that where a red flag would be constant complaining but not working towards your goals in a positive lifestyle. So, like you mentioned, someone acting like the victim. A lot of complaining comes from that victim mentality, too. Like, this is this was a bad day. This is bad that happened to me. I think it's okay to talk about events that weren't ideal in your day. Mm-hmm. Talk about your truth. I think it's okay to explain how you're feeling so you can get that frustration out. I don't view that as complaining. As soon as it's complaining in my eyes is when we've talked about this before and you haven't done anything to change it. Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely allowed to speak about what's been hard for you. I'm all ears. But if then a few months down the road, we're still talking about the same thing, we've been talking about the same thing, then I start to worry. And then I start to think, like, this is somebody who is going to be stuck in their same situation. Yeah. I'm going to be stuck in the same situation with them. I've given them all that I can advice-wise, and now it's completely up to them. And then that start, person starts feeling like I'm pulling away or I'm not being as good of a friend because yeah. I'm not there to give that advice. Yes. But it really comes down to the ability to say, hey, you're doing the same thing over and over. I'm going to be here for you, but I need to see you make some changes. Right. Yeah. And then in that situation, you are giving advice and they're not taking it, but they're mm-hmm. asking for it every few months or you know Mm -hmm. in every conversation and they're not even respecting your advice yet they want to keep complaining I think that's like a big red flag Mm -hmm. I think that's something that that almost demands how do I phrase this like you need to be honest with them about what they need to confront within themselves Mm -hmm. because it's no longer it it no longer can be fixed by advice that you give them Mm -hmm. it has to be fixed introspectively Mm -hmm. and 
there's only so much that you can give as a friend before you say, this is, you need to actually make a change. Mm -hmm. You need to make a change. Otherwise, this friendship is not healthy. It's not growing. It's not good for either of us Mm -hmm. because the energy that, that I could be giving to people who are as passionate or or want to be growing, want to be furthering themselves, want to get to know themselves and have those positive relationships, I'd rather be giving my time to that mm-hmm. because as adults and like as you move out of different phases of your life, as you move out of college, time gets a lot more precious because what you're doing in, in almost every minute is either going towards your career, your, your journey to self-love and, and self-growth. And I can't always be... A, giving my energy to people who don't feed that Mm -hmm. and so it's about being strict with yourself too is that what friendships do you want to keep in your life that aren't making you grow Mm -hmm. is it worth it what are the pros and cons of that and it's not saying that you have to cut somebody out cold turkey you just have to distance yourself Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like Andy said it is all an ebb and flow and people will come back into your life if they're meant to be and maybe your journey is just on separate paths right now but eventually you'll, you'll come back together but you don't know that until you give yourself some distance because if you stay in a relationship that's not bringing you joy and not making you better is going to build resentment in whatever type of relationship you're in. And I think people are so scared to pull themselves away from those things because of history or, or like things that have been said in the past. And but, I think that's a perfect transition unless either of you have any other red flags into us wanting to be here to help you mm-hmm. answer this question in the best way we can with our experience to how we choose to exit these relationships as hard as it can be we have all experienced it and we all have different points of view with how we would handle it and we just hope that we can offer you some advice yeah for this next section and yeah take it away mar so personally on the how aspect we've talked about this a little off the mic but I had a weird situation when it comes to leaving friendships. Um, I don't know how to say this in like not a bad way, but I, I'm good at it in a way where I almost can take myself out of the situation and mentally, mentally, and be able to leave, even mm-hmm. if it's someone who's really important to me. If at the end of the day I know it's not right, I'm I'm very good at knowing when something's not healthy and taking myself out of it. Um, almost like a higher self thing where it's if you knew me you wouldn't think I would be like that because I'm a very empathetic human but it's a boundary you're it's, setting yeah and, and to. yes and something the main thing for me is I'm a big advocate for inspiration um I'm an aspiring artist so a lot of my work comes from when I am inspired so I bring that energy around me at all times so the friends that I pick the people the energy that is around me that I surround myself through they all inspire me and the minute that I see someone or something that takes that inspiration away that's a big that's my biggest warning sign and I will no doubt leave a situation yeah like that is just a deal breaker at the end of the day I completely respect that yes and so my past friendships that is what was happening I wasn't they weren't inspiring me they weren't letting me grow and that's when I knew at the end of the day that's what I have to do and I have to leave them kind of thing and so 
that's what it is for that's, you. Yeah. And that, I, that is going to be different for everybody, and that's why we're here to talk about this. Yeah. Because, you know, some people it is. Like, you're no longer inspiring me. You're not good for me. Boom. I'm going to cut it off. I'm yeah. done with it. And mentally, you're just kind of over it. And that is a part of setting boundaries. And it is a part of knowing what you're looking for in a friendship, too. Because mm-hmm. I think if you can have that list of, like, this is what I need. Yeah. It's easier to set a boundary and say, you're not fulfilling that need. I just have to be done with you and respecting that from your own point of view. Just I respect my decision. Yeah. I own my decision to not be in this friendship anymore. I think you have to be gentle with yourself in whatever stage of friendship you are in. Because I know for me personally, I used to be the friend who would realize that that was happening in my friendships. Like somebody wasn't supporting my goals. Somebody wasn't being the best friend to me. And yet they were claiming to be one of my best friends. And I was always really confused by that. And I was like, well, what is what is a healthy, good friendship then? And so I'd let it keep going. And you don't really bring it to anyone's attention because you think that that's what, just what friendship is. And you're like, oh, they're my friend, but like, I'm not going to go to them if I have a problem. I'm not going to go to them if I'm struggling. Uh, you need people who are going to be there for your highs and your lows. Mm, yeah. Because people, you got both. Yeah. Sorry to break it to you, <laughs> but you got both. And even if you're a person who has 99% of your life as a good moment, you got that 1% that you're crushing down and you need somebody to level with you and not sit with you in the lows, but, you know, they, they hear you and then they say, okay, like, this is what we're going to do to get back up. I used to be really bad at cutting off friendships, and I would think that it was really hard because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and I didn't want to be, for lack of better words, I didn't want to be a bitch. Mm -hmm. And I got to this point in my life where I was like, I have so many people in my life who I can't even go to, yet I'm calling them my friends. And you can have friends who are more along the lines of acquaintances, people that you get along with. I'm I'm the type of person who is kind of a chameleon in society. I can get along with a lot of people if I want to. I can I can learn about people if I want to. But as for deep friendships, I really choose those. And my people who are in that circle know when that happens because I'm going to open up about everything. 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 <laughs> whether it's hard, whether it's easy, I don't care what it is. If there was a trivia night of just Callie, I would win. <laughs> You have opened up so much. When somebody chooses you and opens up to you like that, it's that's the hard part. And this is why we're here talking about this today, because there are gonna be a lot of people who are attracted to that. Yeah. And then they come into your life Mm -hmm. and they're like, Callie, I love you, I want this part of you. But then as soon as something hits the fan, Mm -hmm. as soon as Callie has a hard time, Mm -hmm. as soon as there's a down, you know, fall of Callie. Then it's like, oh, I don't want to be through this. I just like the positive Callie. Yeah. I like the Callie who lifted me up. I can't handle the dark Callie. Yeah. I'm out. That's when it gets hard because yeah. you are such an open-minded and patient person, definitely more so than I am. You will attract people like that who are going to come in to, like we've talked about, those like energy vampires. Those yeah. people are yeah. going to come for the good and the highs and the light that you bring, but they're going to be nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm when that darkness comes in. And that's 
that's where it gets really tricky. Yeah, and there was um, one of my favorite podcasts, um, The Ultimate Health, which Andy actually introduced me to. There was a whole episode talking about energy vampires, and that was We've one actually of my, linked it. And yeah, we have we linked it, it again. Um, but that was one of my big moments where I was realizing that so many, a lot of people in my life were only there for when I was good because. I know when I'm good. Yeah. I love supporting my friends. I love like helping them realize. I love helping people realize their true potential and what they're passionate about and game plans and goals and all these things. But if I'm not in that mindset and I need somebody to just like, like it takes a lot for me to open up on a deep level with people. And so the people that I do choose are people that I feel comfortable with. And I think for a large portion of my life, I was doing that with just about anyone. Because I was like, well, they're my friend. But then it, was, it wasn't it was a healthy growth. It wasn't a healthy friendship. So you have to find people who are going to be there for you for the highs and the lows. Because both happen. And as you go through life, you do have to be more and more careful. This is something we're also talking about off the mic, is that... From my personal experience, I know I used to be a lot more open to friendships in all shapes and sizes and still open to them, but I'm a lot more guarded now just because of what I have been through with people. And my circle is kept a lot smaller because it, it's okay to keep your circle small. Expand, be nice to people, network, get out there, be social. But the people that you really open up to on a, like a deep dark level like we're talking about it's okay for that to be far and few between and I think as I've aged and gone through life I just feel like I've had to be more and more guarded and I know one of the things on my how to leave friendships list was that sometimes it can just naturally fizzle out yeah I actually wrote that most of mine did do that when I started working towards who I want to be and stopped giving energy to the people that weren't helping me grow we both kind of naturally just went our separate ways because it was a matter of they are not willing to take the energy to keep up with where I'm going and I'm not willing to give the energy to stay where they are though I've also had a lot of really unfortunate friendship losses where it didn't end super happy like we talked about earlier it's going to come in all shapes and sizes depending on how long the friendship's been, what kind of friendship it is, where you've been together, what you've been through together. Yeah. So it's hard for us to answer 100% how you leave these friendships perfectly because each one is going to be different. Each person that you have to leave yeah. is going to handle it differently. Mm-hmm. And you're going to handle it differently with each person depending on their importance level in your life what you've been through together, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, and that that's a beautiful thing too, I think. Relationships that just fizzle out because you go you're both you both are going two different directions. Yeah. Just I acknowledging think. that mm-hmm. your growth needs to be found elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I love how you phrased all of yeah. that too. Yeah. And something that I would say, um, just for like a clear cut reason like way to way to leave that type of toxic friendship just start gradually distancing yourself it doesn't have to be clean cut because that can be that's the extreme version of that yeah and some people are really okay with that and can mentally handle that some people can't I know I I didn't used to be and now I'm way more careful with my time and if somebody's not helping me grow I'm I 
I'm not gonna go get a cup of coffee. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna serve that. And it's not even saying that it would be a bad friendship. It's just, well, it's it, I don't I don't have space for that in my life right now to create that deep connection. But just start gradually distancing yourself. Um, one-on-one time, I know, is a huge thing. So if you do have to be one-on-one with that person, limit that time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, put your put the control in your hands to say, we have an hour to hang out, and if they need to vent about something, if they need to get something off their chest, well, you can take that, but there's a limit. Mm-hmm. So it's not sucking out all of your energy, so you still have energy for yourself at the end of the day. You're setting boundaries. And yeah. don't feel, don't let yourself feel selfish about that because that's taking ownership of your time, your energy, and I think that's the most important part that a lot of people don't let themselves do is is distance yourself. Yeah. And know it's okay. Here's a great example of how the three of us practice this, this podcast. So I've been reached out to by people who want to spend time with me that I haven't been able to make time for. It's nothing personal. I love every single person out there who has reached out and said, I want to spend time with you. I want to do this with you. We should get coffee. I appreciate you. My love for you is endless. I don't think anything less of you if I don't make those plans with you. But this is where I'm coming in, putting myself out on the line on this podcast so that you can get a part of me that is giving It's giving you time that I don't have on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mar, Kelly, and I come together to give you guys parts of our soul that we might not have time to give on a day-to-day basis. So yeah. the friendships that I have not entertained, it's not because you're not worthy of a healthy friendship. We all came together to mm-hmm. do this podcast so that we can give you parts of us that you're not going to get on a one-on-one basis, and it's not personal. You said that so beautifully. Perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> like... My heart is like swelling just hearing that because that that is you're yeah you did it yeah you're a genius. Well, I know words. we all feel that way because we don't always have time to get together with people and it's sad mm-hmm. and and I think it's important to talk about the transition into adult friendships versus your so high different. school and your college friendships and just like your work friendships too. Adult friendships are hard. Mm-hmm. And as you grow into them, I think you realize that more yeah. that the people that you spend your time with, I mean, it's scientifically proven that the, the people that you spend the most time with, you adopt their mannerisms, mm-hmm. you adopt their, their mindset about mm-hmm. things. So if you're not hanging out with people who are as passionate as you want to be, who are as goal driven mm-hmm. and, you know, not even obnoxious about their goals, but they know what they want, and they're not afraid to go get it. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you want to be spending your time with because that's what's going to inspire you to be a better person. Real quick, though, to avoid being an energy or vampire sucker, you can't go into a group of people who are already like that and not be like that yourself. Because yeah. we did not come together as, like, me and Callie were motivated, but Mar wasn't, and now Mar's motivated. All three of us were motivated, mm-hmm. which is why we're together yes. creating this like space. Like-minded people! <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't be like, oh, they're really successful. I'm going to start hanging out with them, even though I haven't tried to do mm-hmm. anything myself. Like, you really have to br- pull your weight. Like, you mm-hmm. have to bring something to the table. Yeah. And we all have that ability. Uh-huh. All of you are capable of bringing something to the table. You are capable. You are capable. One more time. You, you are, are capable. capable. <laughs> if we're capable, you're capable. 
Like, we're not. so normal. <laughs> we're all Are together. we normal? <laughs> <No>. Debatable. <laughs> That's true. It's like, find what you're passionate about and, and find people who support that passion. If you want to do things in art or, or like, kind of like a, a creative lifestyle and live an artistic life, find people who want to do that same thing so you can learn from them and do that better. AK, hit me up. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do. I was like, hit my line. I'm artistic. <laughs> Get my info. Uh, Let's collab. At my soul's art. My soul's art. But with that, too, and on that note, it's like, find people that are manifesting the same things that you're manifesting. Yes. If you're manifesting your goals and you really want something, if you're really passionate about it, don't let people get in your way. And I know yes, that you hear Callie. that you hear that in other places, maybe when you're scrolling through Instagram, but you scroll right past it. Don't let people get in your way. Or intimidate you. We had a yeah. we had a a listener review say something along the lines of originally listening to us, she thought we were gonna be intimidating. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's not practicing life things that we're practicing. It's good to be around or listen to or spend time with people who intimidate you mm-hmm. because that probably means that you Admire them in some way. Yeah, because if they're intimidating, and if they're intimidating to you, they're probably inspiring to you as well. So she finished off her comment by saying, "By the end of it, I related to them." Yeah, people who I originally was intimidated by, I ended up relating to them. Mm -hmm. Like those are things to go after. Go after what you're intimidated by. Challenge friendships you're intimidated by. (laughs) Yes. I think with that too, um, how I use social media, like social media has such like a a bad vibe um, in today's society, but I look half and half, I feel like. I do think it's an equal 50-50. It's also beautiful as we all know. It is whatever you make it to be. If you're following people who you feel intimidated by and you don't feel like they're helping you reach reach your goals... Unfollow them. It's right. easy. It's one step. Oh my gosh. Follow yes. people like for like when I'm on Instagram, I only follow people who inspire inspire me, who make me want to be better, who make me want to be healthier. Yep. So that if I do find myself scrolling for a while, it's because I found a really great recipe. Yeah, or and then you don't feel like you're wasting your time. Yeah, or I found a really great things. flow. And I found mm-hmm. one thing that one of my favorite yoga teachers was saying on her Instagram story the other day, where it was like. Um, she had received a comment, and people were kind of put back uh, because she was posting these yoga poses that were very advanced, and they were commenting on the fact that not everyone can do this, and it's unattainable goals. But how she saw it, and I and I completely agree with her on this, where it's unreachable until you reach it, and I think it's important to see the people who are putting in strokes where. Nobody else's. So basically what I mean by all of this is that you need to find people who inspire you, who make you want to be the best version of yourself, and who you look up to because that's ultimately what you should be looking for in a friendship. Yes. So don't don't cloud your social media with people that mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself to, with mm-hmm. people who are making you angry about your body mm-hmm. or, or vice versa. Find people who lift you up. Mm-hmm. Find people in your daily life who lift you up. Yes. Like Andy and Mar, they lift hey, me up. Me? Oh, <laughs> best job at lifting me up. Yes, on that note, this is the end of episode eight. We really appreciate the question, Claire. Um, I hope it helped. I hope we answered your question as 
the best ability that we can. Um, we love having questions like this, and we would love to do more podcasts centered around certain questions and certain topics. So please, yes, please, comment please, please. and we tell love. us all your opinions and advice on what you want to hear from us. We are so grateful for every one of you that so listens, grateful. and we will see you next week. Yes, bye.